Hello, you're listening to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. If some of our discussions and tips are working for you, why don't you grab a 15-minute call with us at ecommercecall.com. We'll see whether we can help scale your e-commerce business. We will quickly see if we're a fit or whether we can recommend someone else to get you where you need to go. The worst case is you'll have a fun 15-minute chat and regardless, you'll come away understanding a lot more about your business. Book a call at ecommercecall.com. Hello and welcome to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. This week, Ian and I are going to dive into what we call the salesman number one, which is the greeter for the website to make sure people know they're in the right place. This was what we covered on last podcast where we went through the five salesmen. So if you haven't listened to that one, it's probably a good prep to listen to before you listen to these ones. So let's get started. Hello, Ian. How are you? Hey, Mark. I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Right. So we're going to do the first of the five salesmen that we covered in the last podcast. But I think, first of all, um, it's better to go. Let's just do a recap on the five salesmen. Shall I just go through them, Ian? Yeah. Yeah. One to five. Read them out. Okay. So the first salesman was the greeter. The person that makes sure that the salesman that makes sure that people who are coming to the site or the or the shop know they're in the right place. The second one is the add to basket salesman, the the, the, the salesman that understands the job and makes sure they've got the right product for the right job uh, to be done. The third salesman is the uh, basket to check uh, basket to order salesman that basically uh, uh, deals with all their anxieties and makes sure the objections are removed. Uh, the fourth salesman is the average order value salesman, the salesman that really is a senior salesman that understands how people buy and what they tend to buy together and to make sure that their basket value is maximized. And then you've got the most senior um, salesman of all, uh, the lifetime customer value, uh, which is all about making sure that those customers are um, coming back and buying again and again and again. So those are the four. Those are the five. Mm. I was gonna say four. Those are the five. And uh, we thought we'd do a podcast on uh, each one, uh, starting with the greeter and the welcome uh, salesman. So if we start there, what this salesman needs to do is they need to make sure that the people who are coming to the website feel like they're in the right place. So Mm. do you want to just talk a little bit around what this salesman Mm. does and why it's important? Yeah. Yeah. Just to put it into context. We've always said that you know, you've got like a nanosecond, um, you know, where people you have a nanosecond before people will realize whether whether or not they want to stay on this website, and they make that decision really really quickly. And essentially, the main job of the greeter, and it's like the main job of the landing page that they're landing on, and that might be the product page or the home page. But the main job of that greeter is to, is to reassure reassure people that they're in the right place yeah. and you know and the, the overall feeling that you want to give people is where they land on that and they go wow i'm definitely definitely in the right place and we're going to give some examples in a minute but i'm definitely in the right place i'm i'm gonna find what i need here and i can see there's loads of people just like me who have benefited from this brand this Mm. website and i can't believe i didn't know about it before wow Mm. this is awesome 
also, I'm so happy that I found this website. Yeah. Because I'm definitely going to solve that problem that I'm looking. And that might be a, you know, an emotional, spontaneous like lifestyle choice, or it might be a, a you know, a problem solving rational purchase. And that's yeah. the overall feeling that you want, that they're going to get that job done. You're going to yeah. find. And it's and you basically saying to them, yes, you should invest your time in this website. You're going to it's worth your time. And that's mm. that, that's the main thing. They don't want to just go, oh, you know what? I'm not going to find what I want here. I'm off. I'm going to because the temptation to go back into Google is so huge that you know, you've really you really got to put yourself in that first person's shoes you know the first question is am i going to find what i want here or should i go back into google because i just don't want to waste any time mm. and that's it yeah or back into facebook i mean it's yeah it's a it's a case of thinking about the you know we're obviously thinking about the sale ultimately that they they, they buy something but if you think about it each salesman of those five salesmen has to make their own sale so the first sale we have to make to the customer is a transaction and it, it, they're giving us their time. You know, time is worth yeah. something to them. And so therefore, we're, the first sale we need to make is saying, if you invest six minutes of your life, that's um, that's the first transaction that needs to happen. And in order for them to give up that six minutes, we need to sell them, um, you know, something mm. which is the dream that they're going to be able to actually achieve what they want to get done. So yeah, and that's quite a big ask, actually, isn't it? You know, yeah. you think about how click happy people are. You're basically saying you need to stick around here. You, know, mm. you need you need to actually invest time, and that's a huge thing. To yeah. Do. So it's a big, big job. Yeah. It? So and it's almost not about necessarily about the product on the on the page at the first. I mean, mm. it's it kind of. Um, you know, like, you know, delivery and all those kind of things. They're not even coming into this. It's like saying it, it's all about being in the right place. And I think that uh, we said we were going to do some examples of physical stores because I think everybody goes into physical stores and you know whether you're in the right place. And we just thought we'd go through that in a couple of yeah. examples and then talk a little bit about how you might do that on a, on a website. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think actually whenever, yeah. and we've always said this before, that whenever e-commerce sounds confusing, the best way to think about it would what would be the equivalent if this was a real bricks and mortar store on the high street? You know, what, what you know, how would I explain this concept? So, you know, essentially we're saying the first job, first salesman is this greeter, this this person that reassures people that they should invest their time here. So if you were if you were in a physical shop, you know, what would that shop feel like, look like, you know, and 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 the, and I think to take the concept one step further, if you thought about what would be the, what would be what would be the opposite of like what I wanted people to think, so how would it mm. how would I get it really wrong? So if, how would that first salesman get it absolutely wrong? That greater, yeah. you know. So so, so let's give an example. example. <clears throat> so you so, you do a first one, Mark. You do you do you do men's suits. When yeah. so if I was going to buy a wedding suit you know yeah. how would i know that i was i was in the wrong place what's the opposite of what you want to happen yeah so it's, it's just an example so when when ian got married i went and got a i wanted a suit i wanted to look nice for the wedding day and i was going into uh you know men's men's clothes shops 
And obviously, if, if I was in the wrong place, that was the shop selling everyday suits, everyday clothing, everything that was kind of like um, off the shelf, very easy to buy, that kind of thing. And that, therefore, I'm thinking, well, I'm probably not going to find the special suit in this shop because it's dealing with the everyday stuff. And I can also see that the people buying this clothing are people who just want some clothing that they're going to wear on a night out or they maybe you know wear it for a couple of months and that'll be the new thing but if I want to do something special I'm not going to find that here so the things that kind of would you know if I was in the wrong shop like the person that would come up to me would be having a conversation I'd be saying something like well I'm looking for a suit for my brother and they kind of just have that expression on the face and kind of go well probably not going to find it here mate you know that kind of feeling so if I was in the right place you know, then I'd be there'd be imagery in the shop of people, you know, getting married. There'd be um, probably the salesperson would be wearing a very fine suit themselves. Um, they would maybe have a tape measure on on their arm that, that that shows that they do bespoke suits. There might be a nice, comfortable sitting area where we could have a discussion. Um, there's probably going to be um, so, evidence what? that they could get this job done. Yeah, so there's other people that they could demonstrate that it was other people who'd gone through this process and actually had an amazing experience and got the result. Yeah, and got the result. So you're basically saying that the whole shop embodied the job to be done that you wanted. So you, you know, you, you didn't want to buy a wedding suit. You wanted to feel amazing on the day. You wanted to yeah. look amazing. I wanted you? to feel like something I was really doing, special. I wanted something special. So if you flip that on the head. And let's say I was looking for um, a jacket in a, in a kind of blazer jacket to go out with, you know, occasionally. And I'd walked into that shop. I would have kind of, kind of gone, this seems a bit expensive for what I want. You know, th- th- it, this, is, this seems a bit of over the top. If they're going to sit me down, then I'm probably not going to be able to afford that a blazer. I just want, you know, an everyday blazer. So therefore, you know, then I'd be in the wrong place for that purchase because my job mm. has changed. And I'd be better off in the other shop where it's kind of like, you know, I'll just try something on. If it looks quite good, okay, that's fine. That's that's me done. So it's very much about the you know the customer that you put the website in front of um, it needs to be very much aligned with the job to be done you're trying to get done, so that they have that job, and then you can say, look, you were in the right place for that job to get done. Yeah. So why don't you do the example, because Ian did, um, Ian used to do a, a Volkswagen Beetle, like a classic Volkswagen Beetle. And if you were going to buy mm. maybe specialist parts for that, maybe something for the engine, like uh, some of those chrome shiny things you used to put on the engine, um, you know, oh, yeah. how would you know you were in yeah. the right place? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, so I'm, I'm massively into my, my old classic cars and and doing them up and i so there's, there's a car there's a vw beetle and there's a massive cult following for the, the old classic vw beetle and if i was looking for a particular part for this vw beetle and i landed on and i went into i mean it, I, let's say i went into google and i was clicking on some google shopping and let's say it was a i don't know you know a, a torsion beam front suspension and you know, and I landed on you know carparts.com, you know, which is a generic car parts website. I completely made up that domain. Um, uh, you know, it's it, it's what I would think. Well, I'm not I'm not in a specialist place here. This isn't you know this is a jack of all trades 
website here, mm-hmm. they're not going to understand what I actually need because I need the 1973 McPherson Strut example here. You know, these guys, yeah. they're not going to know. They, they're selling bloody, you know, thousands of parts for thousands of cars that you know that it's a generic there's you know there's no credibility there's no you know, they're not talking my language here mm-hmm. and you know you flip it on the head and what you what i would want to see would be a, you know, a specialist company website company that you know had been looking after and loving vw beetles for you know for decades and decades and they were talking my language and there was a real cult following around it. And they demonstrated that they got the knowledge and the credibility and the history and the experience. They were specializing in it. And that's what I want to see. And therefore, mm. I, would, I would identify myself through that. And, I, and I'd trust them and I'd, and I'd see the, the, you know, the credibility. And I'd see lots of people like me. And the whole website could, be, could really be demonstrating that, you know, that they really understood who I was and what I was trying to do and that, and there were lots of people just like me that had benefited from this and they could really get into that. And consequently, you know, it wouldn't be about necessarily about price for me because I knew that they'd have the right part that would do the right thing. They understood what I needed and it would be very, very different than just being a, you know, here's a car. It's like going into, you know, Halfords and expecting them to understand, you know, the intricacies of a classic car. You just wouldn't do it. You know, mm. so it's the same thing online. You know, so, re- you know, and I, I would, if I landed on that site and it was a jack of all trades car park website, I wouldn't even go any further. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother searching or putting my reg in or going through the categories. I'd just go back. I'm not going to find mm. what I want here. But if I landed on it and homepage and I thought, yeah, you know what? There's a load of credibility, a load of trust. And there's loads of people like me have benefited from this. Wow, I'm so glad I found this. This is awesome. I'm really excited about going into this mm-hmm. website and spending time and indulging that experience and navigating through. Okay, so what was interesting there, Ian was talking about the VW parts for the Beetle. And he talked about a few things. So we talked about being in the right place and understanding that there were people like him. So a lot of the time we're going to be landing on a product page. Um, and we want to, you know, we might want to show on that site that there's lots of people like him who are achieving the same results. So you think about that's essentially social proof. So you tend to see that information in Instagram uh, pictures of people who are like him that have done up VW uh, Beatles, maybe some car projects that have used that that website, maybe some frequently asked questions that are answered by a, a previous existing customers, and then also like he'd want to know that they are an authority. He talked, said that he wanted an authority in that space. So they've been doing it for a long time. So there might be a, a message underneath the logo saying, you know, specialists in VW Beetles since 1962 or something like that. Or, and then there might be, you know, above the fold, there might be um, uh, YouTube's, YouTube's leading expert on VW Beetles with over 20,000 subscribers. So you're thinking about mm. all the, badges that, that you could put on that page on that product page that would show that they're in that, that ian is in the right place so they're they, they've got a tribe of people who follow them who understand that they are the uh, one of the best places for vw parts there's other people that are raving about them and they've actually put their projects on the on the on the, on the page and that kind of then all supports the um, Ian staying around on that website yeah. and actually staying around and, that, and, and buying that part. 
And there's two elements to it because there's, there's what you can say as the store owner in your district, your description, your spec. And the, but then there's also what there's what other people say about that product, which is mm. more powerful. And the, and you know you can thank Amazon originally for this, but they were the ones that really pushed the reviews and the question and answers more than the, the description. And yeah. actually now you know people do trust the well. You know, you've got fake reviews, but generally people are heavily influenced by the reviews and the frequently asked the questions and answers than, than they are actually looking at the description. And, um, and that's, that's fantastic if you can do that. And then the, the next step on, I mean, Instagram is a re- really easy way to do this. If people are, if you've got a product that people can take a picture of actually being used and then you can tag that Instagram picture on that page and it's a good image and it works, then that's mm. a fantastic way. Because basically, you're then saying, hey, don't don't just take our word for it. Look at all these people that have benefited from buying this product. You know, that's the mm. most amazing trust and credibility that you can that you can do. And it, it actually reminds me of a, of a slight, on a slight side topic, but we had a client that was selling um, Perspex plastic sheets, and they were cutting them to different sizes and shapes. And but what that actually what people were using these Perspex plastic sheets for was like things like um, replacement shed windows. Mm. And so rather than just saying, here's a Perspex plastic sheet that you can use for your shed window, you we created a page that was talking. Everything on that page was talking about replacement shed windows, you know, the reviews, the question and answers um this you know the instagram images that we pulled in you know the the little you know good to know sections it was all about replacement shed windows and then there's another page it was exactly the same product that was used for the kitchen splashback you know behind the kitchen you could then cut this bit of perspex basically just a perspex sheet but we'd really shown that this was the job to be done and here's all these people that have benefited from it and it it just it it just pulled made it become alive yeah, because then That's you can great. kind of say if someone's looking for a shed window and they could, if they came onto a kind of general perspex cutting set, they might go. The question is, uh, am I in the right place? Can I use this for a shed window? That's their that's their big question. But if they land on a page where it says perspex sheets for shed windows, you can sell them that six minutes because they know they're in yeah. the right place. They know that, yeah. that, that, that that is definitely the right place for them. So they they they're not decided to buy yet but they certainly have invested to think well this actually might be a solution for what i'm trying to do and i don't want to go around the internet looking at different plastic sheets and trying to work out what kind of material is going to be right for it because i just want to get this done this isn't something yeah. i want to invest a huge amount of time in so, so i think i think you know what just just in terms of that 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 salesman's role right if you think about it like greeter you know there's a couple mm. of things you know first of all it's a positioning piece of you know Framing, yeah, how is he going to frame or position your your brand? You know, Mm. and and initially it's like it's what you say and what you look like. So you know, if you were selling um, that that business we were talking about that was selling you know caster wheels, you know their Mm. their main frame was always in stock, always next day. You know, Mm. because people buying these caster wheels for these you know these jobs. You know, in the fa- in the factories and you know trolleys, and it's all it's always like last minute stuff. Damn it, something's broken. The big the big thing is, um, you know, basically you land on that website, and and the messaging 
says right at the top, it's like, you know, that the, the UK's largest um, selection of, of caster wheels, always in stock, always next day. And it's like, wow, I'm going to find what I want here. You know, yeah. straight away. And then you start to look at, well, mm. then you start to go, well, okay, hang on a minute. You know, how big are they? Where they come from? You know, who is it? What's the social proof? And, and you know, you start to then bring in all of that, that side of it. You go, yeah, you know what? I'm definitely going to spend my time here. I'm going to find what I need. You know, mm. I'm not going to waste mm. my time. And, you know, but, but actually, if you were doing a more of a desirable product, you know, it's a lifestyle one, then the equivalent, because remember the problem solving rational purchase, which is like a caster wheel, is about convincibility that you're going to get that job done. If you're selling a more of a desirable product, you know, it's about, it's about increasing that desirability through beautiful imagery. And it's really the imagery, isn't it, that tells that story. You know, it's that style, yeah. it's that style of imagery that really has to set that job to be done. You go, and what you're basically saying is, I want to look, I want a lifestyle like that. You know, I want my kitchen to look like that. You know, I want to look like that guy. You know, I want my family to be, you know, you sort of, you know, you, you sign that lifestyle. And, and as crass as it sounds, ultimately, people are buying your product if you sign desirable stuff because they want to, they want to, they want a little bit of that lifestyle to rub off on them. And, yeah. and that, that's the initial feeling. Is like, what is the initial reaction when they get to it? However, don't fall down the trap of thinking that you can get away with not, you know, do, you can get away with doing what Ralph Lauren do. If you're a fashion site, you know, and you're just starting out, you can't get away with what Ralph Lauren are doing because they've got huge trust and credibility already. And, you know, your greeter might actually need to do you know, a little bit more basic selling. Look, you know, there is free delivery and it is free next day. Whereas Ralph Lauren wouldn't need to do that because everybody knows, nobody cares. Yeah. So let's just, let's just, let's just sum up basically the greeter. So what we want to make sure is that, we, that we're selling the, the two things. First of all, the customer needs to know they're in the right place. And then the second thing often, which we do as well, is we, uh, we have, give them motivation to do it now. Uh, today so so if you're kind of selling those six minutes you know am I in the right place and you know why should I do it now so a lot of the time that there might be a mid-season sale or there might be a new collection or there might be some limited edition something it's kind of like saying yes you're in the right place and you actually need to look today because yeah. of these these reasons it doesn't need to necessarily be a discount but it needs to be a reason why you need to look today because we've got to sell that time because people might go oh yeah I think I could spend six minutes here but maybe I'll do that tomorrow and or next week so it's 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 those two things. And, you know, we need to make sure that the tribe, uh, sorry, that when people come to the site, they know that from the right tribe, that the people from their tribe is here. And, you know, they can do that. People sometimes say that we've been featured in these magazines and the magazines might be very specialist to that tribe. And therefore, people know they're in the right place. You go, oh, that's my VW magazine. Everything in there yeah. is usually pretty good. So therefore, I'm in the right place. Um, you know, things that people can't make, you can't make up like um, YouTube followers, Facebook followers, those kind of things, you know, that you can then say we're the biggest Facebook, uh, we run the biggest Facebook group in on VW Car Parts. That makes, that's credibility. You can't make yeah. that up. You can't fake that. People like those kind of things. And then um, 
yeah like uh, people it's the, the social proof like uh, other people say that this is this is the the, the right part for them or they you know that the, that they've got those things done on on their cars you know or, so or their products so many businesses you know, so many business e-commerce businesses that we talk with you know they, they don't tell the story well enough you know and I, I i've been in loads of businesses where they go actually do you know where the with the uk's biggest supplier of you know bloody ladders whatever it is mm. you know mm. we yeah we supply all of um you know the whole of the nhs with all their ladders you know with the biggest yeah. ladder. whereas you get to the website it's like it just looks like you know they're <laughs> you know they're not yeah. shouting about any of this stuff it's like oh my god that is incredible really? yeah they're like oh well we do the whole we always NHS. do chelsea chelsea flower show we actually do buckingham palace you're like no nah. Okay, well, that would that would be quite good to tell people because then they yeah. go, well, if it's good enough for Buckingham Palace, it's good enough for me. So those exactly. kind of things. There's yeah. so much. There's often so many little nuggets in there that they're yeah. not they're not shouting about, they're not telling that story, and that's yeah. really really powerful. Yeah. So there's a couple. There's one thing that we've not said, which is how how do you know if your first salesman, your greeter, is working or not? And the metric mm. that we use, coming back to the analogy of our KPIs that we need need to remember very clearly, it's the bounce rate. You know, that's the key. If your bounce rate is too high, what's basically happening is that people are coming into the store and just disappearing. They're turning around, walking out. Yeah. Know? And the, ba- the, the, the general essence of the bounce rate is the overall bounce rate of the site should be less than 40%. You know, that's about average, 40%. So, and then homepage, if they land on your homepage, your main landing pages are going to be your homepage or your product page. Your homepage should bounce less than 25%, product page less than 60%. So if you agree to doing a good job, it will be bouncing less than 20, 25%. If you're doing it, and that's for the home page. If you're doing a good job of the landing on the product page, they should be bouncing less than 60%. So if it's more than 60%, something's wrong. You know? Yeah. So that you know you've got to fix these things. You've got to fix these yeah. things and make sure and people are in the right place. And it'll be different across the whole site. Mm. Yeah, you'll have, mm. you'll have difference, you know. But this is just like a general overall feeling. And remember, the main thing your greeter's got to do is reassure people that they should invest their time here. And then it's getting them off, getting them into the journey, mm. onto the next one, which is getting them to add to basket. And that's the next salesman. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I hope that's helped and give people a few ideas about their product pages and their landing pages and what they need to be doing to make sure that people know they're in the right place. Obviously, you need to understand what the job to be done people are trying to get to achieve. Um, that's the first step. You can't just say, well, my customers are humans who are alive. Um, you know, you need to actually understand who your customers are and what job they're trying to achieve. And therefore, then you can make sure they feel like they're in the right place. So thank you very much, Ian. Uh, I'll speak to you next week. Good stuff. Cheers, Mark. Bye.